a little technical on BHL. Find out more. Keep watching. This is BHL's Next. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Live Next. For a minute, but I'm back now. Okay. This is brought to you by Mr. Idris Sandu in studio with us right now. I haven't heard this in a minute. I'm gonna show him how to so this is a, this is a good this is a good choice. Yeah. You like it? I love like it. He just represents so much diversity. Yeah. I love Logic. I like the same flow too. Oh, oh, really? Oh, really? I forgot. You do have like your whole little music side. Yeah, I mean music. I mean like you know as you'll hear my story, like music ultimately brought me to tech. You're kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah, it's, it's I kind of thought it was like the other way around. Nah, nah. It was it was music. Wow. At first, I, I fell in love with music, like, coming out the womb. Gosh. <laughs> you know? In case you guys don't know, this is Idris Sandu in here for BHL's Next. I feel like my IQ has probably dropped down by a lot with him just being in the studio. He's one of the smartest guests I have ever had. And in a minute, I'll tell you why. But first, this is Raylan T. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Raylan Taren. Idris, let the people know where they can find you. On uh, social media. All my social media handles are the same. Idris underscore Sandu. That's I-D-D-R-I-S underscore S-A-N-D-U. And you know. Yeah. Just follow him. Give him that follow. Yeah. Give him You're going to want to follow him after this, you know, hearing his story. For sure. Yep. So <laughs> let's just get right into it. You were an innovator at such a young age. In high school, you created this app to help your peers navigate through campus tell me a little bit about that okay yeah um i mean uh you know i started learning a program at a very very young age you know um like what age uh like like 10 you know you want me to go back and like get a story wait 10 yeah you're learning how to program at 10 you know what's funny is that i feel like us like our generation especially when myspace came out we were kind of learning how to code HTML, yeah. yeah we were kind of learning but didn't really know what we were doing yeah it was i mean it was like <laughs> it was such of a boom that it was like it was you know if you if you if you notice it it came it came out of nowhere yeah you know what definitely. i mean so it was like it was a thing that you would it would swoop right by you but unless you captured it you really yeah. wouldn't know like myspace everybody was coding yeah. their you know backgrounds <laughs> their whole and page and, yes yeah, all of that so you know um i mean like i was i was born out here mm-hmm. you know um raised out here uh what part specifically for people harbor city parts of compton hey, Torrance, you know, hey, I'm la native um, yep, la native <laughs> and um you know having a uh, um, uh you know, two parents from West Africa, Ghana, mm. West Africa, mm. you know, um, living out here. Um, my mom was like, has always instilled, you know, she's like the ambassador of my life, you know. Yeah, and but education my, was definitely yeah. number but, one. But, you know, my, my dad, on the other hand, he wasn't like always there, you know. He came mm. to my life when I was like five, six or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, uh, when I was like nine, uh, and this is like the, the story of how, you know, how yes, it all started. Yes, I need to know. Um, when I was like nine, <laughs> 
uh, you know, he, he convinced my mom, like, you know, I want to take him on a, on a trip to, you know, West Africa. He's never wow. met my heritage, my side of the family, blah, 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 all that. Mm-hmm. My, you know, my mom, she, she, she agreed because my mom, she, you know, she was raised in West Africa. So she has that sort of mentality where it's like, you know, male superior dominant type thing. Mm. And so, um, yeah, uh, we, you know, we ended up going there and we stayed there for about like four or five days. Um, what was that experience like it was crazy seeing it It especially being in America and then going to a whole nother country where everything is different yeah it was I mean it was a village right it's a village in West Africa and you know it's like you know I mean, it was hot. It was like, I got, I mean, I started getting sick. I got a malaria from a mosquito bite and stuff. You're kidding. And, you know, um, I just remember, like, you know, um, on the fifth day, it was like, you know, just waking up and, like, he wasn't there. You know, returns to the States and Lily leaves me there. Um, so, in Africa? Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Not wait, just wait. in Africa, because there's, there's, like, very nice parts of Africa. I'm yeah, but I'm just saying, like, like wait, 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 wait. He left you in another country. Yeah. Yeah, he left me in another country, and um, by yourself or like no, with his with his extended family. Okay, because you know, I was um, like, wait a second. Yeah, but but I mean, still, but still with his extended family that you, you know, don't even know that I don't. I've never met, you never I met. No, like so, that. That's you know, crazy. Um, okay, and I ended up staying there for like eight nine months. Um, it was crazy. Whoa, uh, what? I mean, I went through like crazy things. You know, he never called. I mean, I, I went through like, you know from scenarios of having to carry like a bucket of water, you know, half a mile just to shower, um, to, you know, having to carry things for people. Like, you know, I just, I just went through like real crazy stuff, but, um, you know, I'd like, I'm just going to like skip because it's a super long story, but, um, Mm -hmm. you know, ultimately I was walking, um, down some train tracks at night and I, I met this lady and she was an NGO, Mm non-government organization lady, um, there to just help and assist. And, um, you know, um, yeah, she sees me, and uh, I'm just walking, and I was singing Gold Digger, Kanye West. And so I'm, I'm rapping, and as soon as I said, broke, broke, I kicked this rock, and it hit the lady. And, um, you know, it, it hit her leg, and she's like, ow. And then she turns, and she's like, young man, you hit me. And I'm like, I'm sorry. And then she goes, it's okay. I heard you, you know, rapping. Uh, you know, if I didn't know any better, I would either think that you weren't from here or that you just watch a lot of American music videos. And I was like, oh my yes, God. God. You know, and I was like... <laughs> But I love you here, da da da. Like gave it this whole story. Um, you know, I mean, it's like a super long story. But ultimately, you know, I I, I return back here. What did um, your mom say when she found out that you were out there? My mom, you for know, that. My mom was pissed, super <laughs> pissed. But then again, my mom, like I said, my mom, the she culture. has the, the cultural mm-hmm. thing, you know. So it was like, I'm super pissed, and I know, you know the power that Mm -hmm. we have in the United States Mm -hmm. to be able to go here and go here and report things. But it was, she kind of like laid back and was like, all right, he knows what he's doing, you know, but, um, you know, so that was like at the age of like nine, 10. So like fast forward, like to 10, um, return back here. And, uh, you know, it was, it kind of, it changed me forever. Definitely. Especially you're seeing another country and you're seeing how advanced we are technologically in America. Yeah, I mean, seeing nothing there, seeing like, you know, the old telephone system, seeing like, you know, it was really like living in like the 1900s type thing. And um, I wasn't really, I mean, I had always been like a kid that just like breaking remotes down and looking at the transistors and all of that. But I wasn't in a tech as much Mm. as, you know, I am now. Mm-hmm. And so uh, fast forward, summer 2008, 
Mm -hmm. um, Steve Jobs, he unveils uh, the first iPhone. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I just got super inspired by uh, listening to the podcast. And I'm what like, podcast was this? Uh, this was the first uh, one of the first initial. And Apple. I'm like podcast at 2000 and yeah. Eight or like, yeah. what? You yeah, know what I mean? Because now like, podcasts are like, a huge thing. Like, yeah. I just see this is a podcast. Like, we're, you know, on iTunes. So yeah. I can't even imagine. Yeah. I mean, at that time, I wouldn't even consider it a podcast. It was more of just like an audio recording type <laughs> thing, you know. And so I remember watching it. And, uh, you know, he, he uh, talked about, you know, Apple later wanting to introduce like a developer program where mm -hmm. regular people could make apps for regular people you know the importance mm -hmm. of the iphone was it signified two things one the first time where people could actually touch the software before yeah. we had buttons like yeah. the blackberries and the pump before yeah. it was all buttons mm -hmm. but apple they introduced multi-touch which allowed you to actually touch software yeah. and the second thing was um they um they allowed anyone to make apps yeah. Basically. So you didn't have to be that developer that went to school for 20 years. To, and, yeah. To make an app. Know, yeah. And, and so, like I said, you, and you did that. Yeah. And so like, you know, I started um, just going to the library um, for about a year and a half straight, two uh -huh. years, uh, learning on every like programming language, like C Sharp, Python, and the Python came a year after, but C Sharp, Java, you know, Java. R, Assembly basic like i i did all of those and i just engulfed that and even going to the library i would experience things like you know you know white kids coming up to me snatching books out of my hand saying like this wasn't meant for people of my race to be reading you know so i went through like You're crazy kidding. stuff You're even kidding. after like coming back this is like come <laughs> on are you kidding yeah and That's so you know crazy at, at 13 i just i just gathered um you know just like a lot of um strength i guess you yeah. know and i just uh, i applied for an internship at google mm -hmm. and i got the internship mm. and i stayed there for a year and um after that uh i'm just gonna like forward through everything yeah. that happened after that um and then at 14 um i was focusing on middle school <laughs> but um yeah so after that um i was just doing a mini internship at uh, lockheed martin and boeing and i was designing jet propulsion engines and stuff and then oh um, my gosh i told you guys your iq <laughs> was about to just go down after like seeing all that you've done at such a young age but yes continue yeah and then like 15 um taking like a little gap and then 16 um working at twitter oh, just taking a little gap taking a little just gap a, take a little gap then, from um, doing all that i've done <laughs> and then 16 um doing a, a job for uh, twitter infrastructure analytics yeah um, refiltering hashtags mm -hmm. and all of that and then 16 um writing that algorithm for, yeah um, yeah for oh wait like, yeah hold that thought because i'm Instagram. really going to like let people know that in a minute because that has really kind of like I heard everything that you've said when I've heard you speak before, yeah. but that really, one of the most things, like, everything stuck with me, but that really stuck with me because that's something that if you Billions are on use. that every yeah. day. But back to you creating this app. Now, a lot of people do have these great ideas and they don't know sometimes how to execute them or they're overwhelmed. But then again, at the same time, they see these companies like Snapchat or um, I guess you, we can even go to Candy Crush, you know, as something as simple as a game and how successful these apps have become. Now, is it as easy to create an app? Is it that simple or does it take a lot of, you know, time and and other people to help you, you know, execute this? Yeah, I mean, I, th I think it's more so of... Um a question of uh, quality, really. Mm. Um, you know, just like a website, you know, you, you can you can tell the difference between a website that 
was you know a hundred hours was spent into yeah. it, and you could tell the difference between a website that like five six hours was spent yeah. into you know and that's the thing with like apps a, a lot of modules and I'm not just speaking for myself I'm speaking for the general um, community and I'm sure they could relate to this a lot of things you know can be pulled from APIs now uh-huh. so. Uh, application programming interfaces these are basically little modules that are already built that you can just integrate into your app. okay so it's like like if you were going to build your own website from these these what it's these like platforms that allow you things, yeah you know, okay or, yeah. okay or um, weebly or something yeah, like that yeah, oh yeah. wow Pulling, um directly like for example if i wanted to create a snapchat filter app yeah i'm gonna have to code and go out and take like face masks of people you're I can just kidding great and you know, I learned something new. Yeah, and some people, they use APIs, and some people, they natively just build it. Mm. So, you know, that's all dependent on, um, like, what you want. Like, for example, if I wanted to create a, a, the next Google Maps, that will take forever. Yeah, you, you can't know? do it with just so an API. So why not just use, like, Google's APIs to integrate into my app and add whatever mm-hmm. layers I wanted to do? Mm. So, you know, um, ultimately, I feel as though programming is something that everyone can learn. And everyone yeah, can. that's another thing. How th- how long do you feel like it would take someone to really get or know how to program? Yeah, I mean, that's, I think that's like a the question. You know, because you said you were do. in a library for like a year. Yeah, I was in library for, t- for about two years. <laughs> yeah. but I was learning. So I'm like, does like everybody t- have like to be in the languages. library and really like like it, like study this as you know? an art basically yeah i mean the only reason i went to library is because you know when i was growing up in 2008 2007 it wasn't as common there were youtube videos yeah but now it's like you know everyone can learn how to program just by going on and the majority of us are visual learners yes you know we don't like reading books anymore they make Mm -hmm. us fall asleep Mm -hmm. so in this generation you could just go on youtube and pull up videos and learn how to like i learned facebook react through youtube it's another language that facebook created um but yeah ultimately like everyone can learn programming in this age and it shouldn't take you that long like i've personally taught kids like i started a a program in compton and we taught about 15 to 20 kids how to write an app in less than two weeks you know come on y'all we got to get it together yeah you You gotta get it together depending on um so many different factors you know um but yeah that app I, I created this module for Instagram, which, um, you know, I, I the, the whole goal of making this app was accessibility. Yes. You know, I'm a humanist. Uh-huh. I want to see everyone thrive. I don't like gaps. You know, I don't like classism. I'm not, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the whole elitism and then everything under that. And I want everyone to have an equal experience. You know what? And that's one thing that I do applaud you on. I know, know that you have said that, you know, innovation and creation has no color. No color. So what are you doing, you think, in particular that is helping, you know, young people, specifically people in the black community to be more involved in science and technology? Yeah. So I have a nonprofit, um, ABLE, and you can actually go to ABLE, um, ABLE.com. Okay. It's the ABLE Empowerment Foundation. And um, the whole goal of this nonprofit is to basically be an incubator and accelerator Mm -hmm. for you know, minorities in general, Mm -hmm. you know, not saying if you aren't a minority, you can't get accepted into this program. But Mm -hmm. if there's four minorities in the line and you're that one person Mm -hmm. who's not a minority standing in the line, you'll go after these four people. Yes. And so um, the whole goal is to just allow minorities to work on groundbreaking, innovative technologies Mm -hmm. without needing to go to this school and this school. You know, I was 13, 14 interning at Google, but I would see kids come from, Harvard, MIT, black kids, and Mm -hmm. well, not MIT, Harvard, like Yale, Mm -hmm. all these other schools that weren't technologically equipped with the latest curriculum, and they wouldn't get the job. 
They had good SAT scores, ACT scores, extracurriculars, but their programming skills were lacking. Mm. And so I'm like, well, it's only the top, top, top elite schools that are even giving kids even relative, yeah. you know, education it's in these fields. To, yeah, and even they are behind. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying, you know, if, a ki- if, if kids are in school, in high school, and they're not even learning about what's going on right now, like artificial intelligence, no. like machine learning, mm-hmm. like uh, cognitive-based learning, like um, Internet of Things, you yes. know, things like that. If they're not even being exposed to that now, then we're making a big mistake. Do you think that there's some type of stigma or taboo within our, you know, the United States education system of being scared of technology because, you know, you see, especially the older generation, not really, you know, warming up to the different new technologies that we're seeing. Yeah, I mean, I think it's only human nature. You know, we as people, you know, when we don't have answers, mm-hmm. the first instinct that kicks in is fear. fear. Yes, you know, definitely. Fear is the first instinct when we are not equipped with an answer. And I feel like it's only natural. You know, technology, we created technology. And I remember, you know, like, well, I I wasn't alive, but I remember reading books on Alan Turing. And he's like the father of modern day computing. Uh And even Moore's Law, you know, stating that the number of transistors Mm -hmm. um, on the chips, these are what process all the information. Mm -hmm. Um, It doubles Hmm. all the time. Like, it doubles, like, every year or so. And, um, you know, what's happening now is a computer... You, have you watched um, the uh, the movie with um, Taraji, where she liked the astronaut? Oh, um, um, Hidden, Hidden Figures. Figures. Yes, yes, yes. Hidden Figures. If you notice, those computers were huge. mainframe computers, yeah. super huge. Taking up could, a whole room. And, and that's what people were I remember people had told me that like computers used to take up a whole room. I'm like, yeah. what do you mean? Like a whole room? Yeah. And they can only do like basic So much, things. yes. Like, you know, those were just memory calculations to send a man to the moon and mm-hmm. back, right? Now you have about one trillion times more powerful devices in your hand. Yeah. And it's only been less than 100 years. Yeah. Like, this phone is literally one trillion times more powerful than yeah. those early on machines in your pocket and so you i mean if if a computer like that can detonate a nuclear bomb then what can this do a lot and we're, <laughs> i mean it's we're only in 2017 17 and you know the, the crazy thing is and what scares people the most and it's why people like mark zuckerberg and elon musk and you know peter Thiel are on the forefront of this mm. is you know it's, it's scary artificial intelligence and, you know, we've seen so many movies like Terminator, like Ex Machina. We've seen so many movies. iRobot. That depict <laughs> what artificial intelligence can do. And, you know, to, to some extent, you have to fear that. No, you know? yes, definitely. That is my fear. That's what I was like. Oh, iRobot, that was on the top of my list. I was like, mm. Correct. We fear, <laughs> we fear these machines because we know our capacity. Yeah. You know, um, we know that they're eventually going to be better than us. That's, yes. that's the... That's the scary part about mm, wow. it. You know, when you create a machine and, all right, you know, my job is to take this phone and put it here a, a hundred thousand times. Yeah. You know, I'll get to about 70, you know, <laughs> moves in before I get tired and yeah. I start to, mo- my motivation levels start to mm-hmm, go down. Mm-hmm. But machines, they have no emotion. Yeah. You know, they just do tasks without you know, needing motivation without needing breaks, without needing yeah. anything. You know, you just have to maintain them. And, you know, machines will realize that they can do more complex tasks, faster, better, and, you know, without the morality factor that we mm. humans have. And on top of that, you know, if we create very, very intelligent 
machines, they'll realize that throughout history, man is only destroyed. You know what I mean? Like, so this is real. So you're so you're nah. basically saying all the movies that I've seen about this is actually reality. Well, it's it's their possible reality. Yeah, their perspectives of what reality can do. You know, if we create uh, artificial intelligence and we have have access to everything, nuclear yes. codes and all of that and uh-huh. everything, you know, it could just look at how humans are. Conflict is part of human nature. You know, um, it would realize that you know we humans we have so many different factors both positive and negative like greed like you know zeal there's so many things Mm -hmm. that machines generally wouldn't have and at some point it would deem yo like humans are obsolete if we give it full control of course yes to just run run you know we trust (laughs) you just run you know it can adapt certain feelings it's like a baby yeah you know you could if you don't really maintain it you know you never know how it might grow up to be yes um and so yeah there's definitely a fear and a, a there should be a fear with artificial intelligence. That's why people like Elon Musk and uh, Peter Thiel and um, uh, you know uh, are stressing are this. stressing on this because it's it's really important. If it falls into the wrong hands yeah. or the wrong government or the wrong anything, you know, it could really wreak havoc. Well, you name some powerful people, but there is another powerful man that Idris has met, and I'm so jealous. And it's President Barack Obama. Now, when I was 17 he was running for his second term and of course i couldn't vote because i was too young but yeah you got to actually meet him not once but twice now the first time it was because you won the presidential scholar award and tell me how you became the recipient of this i feel like it's a very self-explanatory award presidential scholar award but tell us a little bit about it yeah i mean so i did this program on with the city of la and um, we went to the White House of the United States, mm-hmm. and I didn't get to meet Obama that you, time. You didn't? That time. Oh, wow. And so, you know, I was like, you know what? I never know when we're going to have another president that looks like me. So mm. I'm going to do everything in combination with everything else I'm doing to, you know, make that impact. Yes, You know, for definitely. him to even notice me shaking. So, you know, in high school, I created this app for my school. Yes. You know, which... um Gave students turn-by-turn directions to navigate to the classroom. Was your school big? Narbonne High School, yeah, it was relatively big. Yeah? Um, it, was, it was pretty big. And, you know, I was like, you know, I, it, was, it wasn't more so that the school was big, but there was so much disruption. And I don't like chaos and disruption. You know, it's, it, it really, that's like one of my biggest pet peeves. When, <laughs> when I have to do a task and then I have to go out of that task to do another task mm-hmm. and someone needs me to complete that task, there's no one to complete that task. Yeah. So when a staff member <laughs> needs to be focused on one thing, but a new student comes in, into the office and says, I don't know how to get to this class. And the staff member goes out for 30 minutes. There's no one to fill that yeah. role in. And so I was like, I need to create a solution with this. I can't mm. just take all this God-given talent that I have and technology and not do anything. So um, you created you know, this app. Created this app. How long did it take you to create this? Like, uh, like three weeks. What? What? Yeah, it took like three weeks. <laughs> three weeks? And then it was published. What was it's it funny. called? It's 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 still in the store. It's called uh, it was for Android. It's called the um, Narbonne High School app. Um, it's still there right now. Oh wow! Do yeah. kids still use this yeah, at your kids, school? Yeah, we have oh like, my uh, gosh. like ten thousand downloads. Yeah, okay for high school Narbonne. app. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, <laughs> I haven't really updated and stuff, so I, I think it still works. But um, yeah, and you know, I just got uh, home like two weeks into launching the app, mm-hmm. and um, I checked my email and I, the, the header read White House of the United States. I'm like. <gasps> Okay, what's what? this? And um, you know, were you opened, scared at all, or did you yeah, know? Yeah, I was like, you know, 
Oh man, because you know, I met with the, I was summoned by the ITA department of LAUSD. So all schools in LA are governed by LAUSD, right? Yeah. And so I met with their tech department. So every laptop, every you know, uh, Wi-Fi router, anything that's in a Los Angeles school, every you know jurisdiction yeah. has their own. But LAUSD, these are the people that you know check everything oh monitor whatever everything searching and whatnot so like they summon me in and they're like you know how did you create this and when did you create this and you know they didn't believe that you did this on your own i mean you know even when i went to the principal of the school you know uh, i was like i want to create this app for the school and you know i guess he thought i was gonna hire some like indian developers to get it done overseas or something but i was like no i'm actually coding this for us you know yeah all right cool you know just do it and then I did do it, and it's like, wow, you, yeah. you did it, <laughs> you know? Oh, my gosh. Um, and then, yeah, opening the email and seeing the head of the White House of the United States, opening it, and, um, you know, reading it, and it says, you know, congratulations, you've been invited by President Obama for a one-on-one meeting oh and all these other things. And I wasn't, re- I wasn't even I was supposed to be the recipient that year, but I was the recipient of the uh, Presidential Scholar Award. Oh, my goodness. And um, the second time, it was also really amazing. You know, we're, yeah, second we're actually, time for STEM Commission, right? Yeah, and for in STEM case commission. you guys don't know, STEM is science, technology, engineering, mathematics. Which is really important. Yes. Especially for the younger generation. Definitely. You know, um, yeah, and I, I com- uh, we were commissioned to start, you know, um, the first STEM Commission in L.A. Um, and it was, you know, it was really great. And then that time you got to meet him? No, I met him both times. Oh, you met him both times? Yeah, I'm just saying. I've been to the White House three times. Wait, you went to the the White House three times? Yeah. Also, at this point, you just probably calling him Barry behind the (laughs) the close house at Barry. So what's up? You know, he's he's really cool. (laughs) Um, You know, I still want to work with him on some stuff, some Chicago initiatives. Like, I have solutions, technology solutions that can filter out the water systems in Detroit. Mm. You know, it's like. I'm just a vessel for humanity. Yeah. You know, I was put on this earth not to forever. Do. You know, mm-hmm. lavishing and all that. I'm, I'm, I'm a vessel. I'm made to be put to use. I'm made to spark a whole generation. You know, it's like the, I like to call it the, um, the uh, Great Wall of China effect. <laughs> you know, the first people that laid down the first foundation when building the Great Wall of China, they mm-hmm. knew they wouldn't finish, mm-hmm. but they knew if they put enough motivation and dedication and It'll blood, sweat, and tears, the, next, the mm-hmm. next generation would be inspired by that mo- motive and continue building on. And that's what I want to do for our generation. You know, instill them with a the sense of discipline. Mm-hmm. You know that we lack. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, motivation, skill mm-hmm. level, innovative, creative ways of thinking and processing mm-hmm. information and saying go run yeah. with this you know just do the right thing with yeah it, and know? everybody's inspired I, I know that you um got a chance to meet another la native and rapper nipsey hustle yeah Nip, shout so, out to nipsey yeah tell me about this interesting coffee shop encounter yeah you know so like right after you know entering for all these twitter and then instagram and creating that mm-hmm. uh i was at snapchat and oh then, wow! Um, I helped design the spectacles, and then uh, the new redefined. You're kidding! Uh, yeah, the spectacles. I was on the product design team. I do product design too, so that was like another little thing. Guys, is, it, then, is there anything he can do? Is then, there anything? And then Nothing. due to a connection, um, right after that, I was poached by Uber, and um, they were trying to figure out security for um, self-driving cars. Oh yes, we're gonna get into that too. So you know, yeah. So I was uh, modifying that software um, mm. for. Uber mm-hmm. in the library, and I was using this device called Leap Motion. It hey, wait, in the library? How, how old I mean, are you sorry, at this uh, time, too? In Starbucks. I was, uh, that was, that was this year. 
the Nipsey thing was this year. And let everybody know how old you are, too. Oh, I'm 20 years old. Oh, 20. Young. 20 years young. 20 years young. I'm 20 years young. Mm-hmm. My birthday is May 7th, mm-hmm. 1997. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so you're in Starbucks. You're coding for Uber. You're figuring out everything for Uber. And then... Yeah, and that's like me. You know, I, I like to be in natural environments. You yeah. know, I have an office and everything, but I prefer to be around people. people. Being around people inspires me to want to create mm. on a higher level. And so I'm just in Starbucks, you know... Um, moving my hands because I have this software that can read your your bone density. I wanted to apply it in the medical field. And, you know, Nipsey pulls up, you know, and uh, everyone's like, oh, my God, Nipsey or whatever, you know, pulls up in his Maybach. He cool, you know. (laughs) Um, And uh, the backstory is his daughter wanted a unicorn frappuccino. Oh, um, from Starbucks, right? That was the so thing. She, yeah, she yeah, was so like, this, oh, yeah, this is recent. Real recent. Real she was recent. like, I want it from there. You know, he, he rarely goes to that Starbucks. I had never been to that Starbucks in my life. Really? Where is the Starbucks? Um, it's on Fig oh, by wow. USC. Something was like, just go here. My laptop was fully charged. God. I didn't need, yeah. I wasn't hungry or anything. Something just said, go here. Mm. And so, you know, I text my uh, best friend, um... And I was like, bro, Nipsey's here. I have a strong feeling he's about to come talk to me. He was like, man, ain't nobody about to come talk to you. <laughs> blah, 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 and stuff. And like, you know, he didn't. And so, you know, unicorn, uh, <laughs> Nipsey goes to, uh, you know, the uh, the front, orders the unicorn frap. His daughter goes to the restroom. And I was sitting by the restroom, so I guess he saw what I was doing. But uh, he goes in the car. You know, the, he starts the car. And then he puts it back off and then comes in and he comes and talks straight to me. He's like, yo, you know, someone just telling me to come talk to you right now. And um, I was really curious about what you were doing. And I was like, yo, I just left Uber, you know, office in Torrance. And like I was helping them with their self-driving cars, but I'm modifying the software. And he's like, well, um, you know, I've been trying to get on this whole technology wave and I don't know how to integrate it into my products. Wow. And we have this store that we're launching soon called the Marathon Store. Yeah. And it was just that, the Marathon Store. Mm-hmm. No technology integrated into mm-hmm. it, no anything. And they re- we've even redesigned the store after, you know, I was like, we should bolt iPads to the ground and we should have those artworks up there. So none yeah. of that was there. It wasn't intended to be there. And, you know, um, he's like, is there a way that we can integrate something? And I was like, I've been working on something and I, I, it's the perfect fit, For right? Him. You know, because there's so many ideas. There's hundreds of ideas I mm-hmm. wanted to launch solely alone, yeah. but I'm still building my brand yes. to where if I hadn't built my brand, if I launched these things, they wouldn't be as huge or make enough impact as they could. And so the whole motive was, okay, you know, Tech Kid partners with hip hop artists. Why? You know, and it was, we saw the turnout. It makes so much sense. Yeah. It makes so much sense. We had kids in Inglewood, Compton coming out, being inspired by technology as a new cool thing, you know. So, um, yeah, he was like, come to the studio, let's vibe for a little bit and we'll see what we come up with. Went to the studio, talked, and two weeks later, we launched it. You know, mm-hmm. and it was amazing, crazy turnout. We had Russell Westbrook, we had Vegas Jones, shout out to Vegas and Russell. You know, they came yeah. out. It it was really amazing. And for me it was it was really monumental because it was like my foot through the door to hip hop. Yes. You know, I can't make any changes mm-hmm. if my culture doesn't really identify me With, as someone. Exactly. Who is you of do that. want to be you do want them to identify and be familiar exactly. with Exactly. What you're trying to, you know, show them and, and introduce them. Exactly. To. And it's all part of, it's all part of the grand plan. Yeah. You know, I can't really explain where all of these things will link up to. But it will. But at the end, like, there's, you know, just some real 
amazing, crazy things about yeah. to happen in the next, you know, four or five months. And I saw that, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk, um, he actually was with Nipsey and then you actually got to sit down with him and tell him about your story, which he was shocked by your resume because you did all this at such a young age, which everybody is shocked by. But what was it like uh, talking to him? I know he's uh, a judge on the new Apple series, um, Planet of the Apps, yeah. which is really cool. It's like, if you guys don't know, it's like the Shark Tank uh, version of apps, yeah. basically. Yeah, you know, Gary, that's my guy. He He's real cool. Shout out to Gary. He seems really down um, to earth, too. Super down to earth. You know, he's the, I'm going to tell you why you're not successful rather than <laughs> hide things behind you yes. back and sugarcoat things until mm-hmm. you go buy this book. No, I'm going to tell you straight to your face yeah. and that's why people you know people didn't love like that at first but yeah. now it's like it's the thing people want to be called out for their own bs yes. you know and that's what he does very well and he delivers it to you to where he's not he's not pounding you you know he's just but he's giving you what you real. need exactly and you know we met and i just you know told him my story but even you know it was like you know it was a trade-off you know mm. it was a dual trade-off you know um and the tech community i'm very known Mm-hmm. You know, oh, I um, know, I but, know. People yeah. know Idris like, <laughs> Sandu in the tech community. You know, but you, but you mentioned, you know, someone like, uh, like Nipsey in the tech community, and people are like, we don't know who that is. Yeah, but also in hip hop, Nipsey is very known. Yeah, but you mentioned Idris Sandu at that time, and it's like, okay, who's this guy? Yeah. You know, now mm-hmm. people like all know me all over. Shout mm-hmm. out to Nipsey, you know, for being that big brother that like, yeah. you know, help establish that. But um, you know. Gary V, that initial initiation of that conversation was from that tech initiative and him mm. being so interested, like, okay, hip hop artists are redefining what it means to be a hip hop artist. Yeah. You know, because and we've done that with so it's it's so funny because <clears throat> hip hop has done that even as far back as when we started, you know, having our artists in movies, yeah. you know, that yeah. was such a big thing. Yeah. So now I feel and like the next like thing tech is the, tech. tech. And so many people need to get on this way. I mean, 21 Savage doing a collaboration with Spotify for machine learning. Yeah. You know, they have this, it's an app where you just scan things and it'll be like, it's a cup, it's a that, it's a that, <laughs> you know, which, which it's a, it's a step for yeah, us. It is. You know, and even, you know, people like Nipsey investing in cryptocurrency and other mm. things now. I know. Also, Shout out to Nipsey for even yeah. wanting to do this merger of hip hop and technology. Because yeah. you, you wouldn't think. Yeah. You know, and it also it also takes someone to fill that generational gap. Yes. And, you know, that's, definitely. That, that, I, I was that person in that in that in that space, mm-hmm. you know, where it's like, you know. Let's be real. We know that hip hop is the number one most, you know, revenue generating yeah. culture is hip hop culture yeah. is the most, you know, number one generating revenue asset to the United States. Yes. Right. And we also know technology is also the number one. So, crossing. Just, yeah. So like so, you said, it doesn't make sense. But at first correct. you think it wouldn't, but it makes and so no much one knows sense. how to no one's figured out how to monetize off of both of these things yeah. you know how do you even fuse these two things together how do you marry these two but whoever figures that out wins and that's and i also think too because of the lack of color that we do have in technology especially from our you know black community you know you are probably like how many people do you think that look like you do the same thing that you do yeah if you I can mean, just guess not on like i haven't like honestly, I haven't met one person that's my age that's like 
done like so exactly half. because that's also that also like plays into a part of having somebody who's not also just black but who is young and a part of the millennial generation that can marry technology and hip hop together correct i mean like you know we like i said we need one archetype we need one archetype that breaks the glass ceiling yeah. and the pavement for everyone else you know mm-hmm. just like kanye was in fashion trying to break that glass ceiling yeah. we also need that person in technology to marry fashion and break the glass ceiling for everyone else to be able to create and so that's you and that's me right <laughs> now you know i i meet people in my age group like you know um uh, my uh, one of my good friends kamar um he uh he interned for steve jobs he mm. pitched the ipad to steve jobs mm-hmm. you know um but he's like 27. Okay. You know, real innovative, creative. Yeah. You know, and I've met other people too that are like super crazy, you know. And he was on, he was actually uh, one of the candidates for Planet of the Apps. He was oh, on wow. the show. He has dreads. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's real cool, <laughs> real smart. Um, you know, but at, at this level, 20 years old is like where I get to, I'm just you positioned fu- so yeah. perfect. And you know the future of what's next. Correct. Whereas somebody who's, yeah, who's a little cultures. older doesn't, might not know because, you know, Correct. the gap. And and yeah, and it takes way more than technology to just do that. You need to have the culture. You need to have the swag. You need to fit right in, in there. there. You mm-hmm. know, like mm-hmm. I rap, I spit, yeah. you know, I produce That's, music. You know, I've true. been in sessions with like Travis. Like, yeah. you know, I, I, I'm, all well rounded, well rounded, but I also get it. I can be that person in a studio with Nipsey Hussle, but then but in a meeting with Tim Cook talking yeah. about AI, you know, Look, it's like he does those it all. He does it all. I <laughs> bet you Obama was probably like, "This is the man I want my yeah, daughters oh, yeah, to marry. Yeah. <laughs> nah. This is it. This is the one. This yeah, is know. the one." But you know what? Like I said, I wanted to save this little tidbit if they, in case they didn't hear it already. You are responsible for the Explore page, basically. Yeah. On Instagram, yep. you created the algorithm. Yeah, the so, are, so you're the reason why if I look at something, I'll see similar videos on my feed. Yeah, and you know, to that to that point, the initial thing I was trying to create was an algorithm for older people. Can't you know, I it. was like, when we think of technology and we think of the way it's just perceived in our generation, uh-huh. we only create things for people 30 years and younger. Mm. It's changing now. Yes, but at that time it was 30 years and younger. We didn't really think of the elderly generation. You didn't because before it was the popular page, yeah. and so it was just everything that was <clears throat> just popular or had like you know a lot of likes and that or a lot of views or whatever, and that's what was on your explore page. But now you're seeing like so different, many different things. I'm seeing Asian cooking when I'm looking on mine. I'm like, wait, what? I'm exactly. looking at. And I'm open to a lot more things that I probably necessarily wouldn't see exactly. because so of this new Explore page. Yeah, it's, it's real. It's it's more developed, yes. way more developed because they have a whole team behind it. But the initial thing, and I did a demo, mm-hmm. was, um, you know, I was like, well, you know, most people want to experience Instagram. They want to fit into the gap in the yes. generation, but they don't know how to navigate through Instagram. They mm-hmm. don't even know how to log in and all these things. <laughs> so I was like... I want to create this module that you can just go in and it would filter things around you. Mm -hmm. So it would get your location and, you know, average out the most likes, the most popular, the most commented, blah, blah, blah. And it would filter all that information for you based Mm -hmm. on, you know, your geographic location. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Based on everything. It's based on, like, people you follow. Based on so many things. I just can't believe I'm, like, sitting next to the person. Like, I have to think of you every time I look at my Explore page now. Yeah, I mean, When I found that, I was like... Okay, so now every time I look at my Explore page, I think I just send you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for, you know, <laughs> just like understanding that, 
And, you know, the, like the most important thing when I think of things like that is, you know, it's not more so of a bragging right mm-hmm. that, you know, I've met with the president or I'm working with, you know, the powers that be mm-hmm. right now or I created the marathon store, a smart store initiative yeah. or, you know, um, I helped Instagram all these yeah. things. It's not bragging rights, but it's more so of responsibility yeah you being this vessel and for you to want to be this vessel and for people to want to use you like that you have to put yourself in these certain positions and things like this so that you can be be what you want to do yeah it's like my org chart is crazy you know (laughs) you know i'm not going to be in technology forever Mm -hmm. you know i want to influence in agriculture i want to influence in telecommunications i want to influence in machine learning energy fashion Mm -hmm. housing Mm -hmm. you know i want to create affordable housing communities that are self-sustainable you know technology is like i'm a i'm a painter and technology is one canvas i'm painting Mm -hmm. this beautiful picture on you know but i'm gonna go to a different medium to create and it's going to change because as a kid i was that artist that loved vivid watercolor paintings Mm -hmm. but i was only given monochrome colors to Mm -hmm. paint with black and white that's it but as i'm growing i'm being allowed to create with more color and you know that's really important because when i check my dms and i see you know five six former gangbangers saying i was literally about to go hit someone's house up right now but i saw your story it inspired me mm. or i have a kid that says i was on the brink of suicide and i was about to literally yeah end it jump all. off of yeah. this and this and this but your story inspired mm. me to not do that it's not an ego stroke it's a responsibility that if i've been stop, given this yeah. for a reason and if i stop at any given time these are the consequences that's why yeah. you have to be all in when going into oh it you know mm. and that's what i am just like you know i'm just a vessel you know i just need like you know, Medici backing. <laughs> so, yeah. But before we end your story, I want to end it on something that's really cool. Guys, Idris, like he has said, worked with Uber to put out this self-driving car. Now, California, I don't know if you know, is passing legislation. You probably know. You know everything. It's passing legislation for self-driving cars to be on the road as early as 2018. Uh, we have a trailer, actually, of the self-driving car that was, um, I guess released in san francisco so we're just going to watch this trailer and then i'm going to come back to you and i just want to get your opinion on self-driving cars because you know i'm going to be like i guess devil's advocate i guess because you know everybody has something like you said fear of something that they don't know they have all these questions like what about safety what about this what about that so we're going to watch the trailer and then um i'm going to ask idris his opinion so let's see
myself as Uber's self-driving car. Yeah. So, yeah, let me just go right into it. So, of course, a lot of people's first question is, how safe really is a self-driving car? And is it as safe as the cars we drive right now? Yeah, you know, definitely, um, you know, a lot a lot of people argue that, you know, no matter how precise or how much data sets uh, algorithm has, it can't be as precise as humans because, you know, there's a, there's a factor that humans have, well, any living thing um really has and that's um that's a reaction time and yes you know uh just um flinch mm-hmm. and all those things <laughs> you know reaction um and that's what we're able to do in milliseconds we're able to react to something you know if yes. i if i reached out like this real quick you'll react yeah. real quick you know um those are just your sensors working together and you know avoiding an obstacle yes and you know with all the computing power and everything we have now, you know, so much on, on a capacity of something visual, our machines mm-hmm. aren't able to do that right now. And, you know, that was my main concern when I was at Uber. Safety. Oh, wow. No one was thinking of safety. No one was really focused on, you know, the ifs and the what's. It was more mm-hmm. so, this is cool. This is the new <laughs> thing. And I was like, no. Wait. You know, wait. <laughs> if people are going to be in this, you know, um, you focus on safety. Mm. So I... Um, it was just a hardware and software thing um, where it could measure um, your your uh, your activity levels on the on the driving wheel, yeah. and it would also measure um, your spine your spine position. And um, based off of that, it would calculate a percentage, and based off of that percentage, it would work with the algorithm to detect if you needed assistance or not. Oh so gosh. let's say you were slouching, uh-huh. you were driving, but mm-hmm. you were slouching. It would probably be like a Ninety-five uh, percent or something. Okay. That means you were you were equipped. You were good. You could uh-huh. drive. But now let's say you were driving with one hand and you were texting on your phone. It would engage that you were only driving with one hand. Mm. So it would engage a fifty-fifty ratio. So the car will have half control. You would have uh. half control. Now let's say you were driving and you became incapacitated or you just knocked out or something. Okay. You know the car will engage that no hands were on the wheel. Your spinal position was really slouched. So it's not even you know, up front on yeah. the chair and it would engage full autonomy. Mm. And after prolonged times, so I think it was like two minutes, if it detected that uh, you hadn't revived, the car will engage um, full extreme autonomy and it would park to the nearest right exit. Wow. And so, you know, we, we designed that, tested it out. It was it was really cool. And, you know, some, some things happened, you know, um, which I can't really talk about. Uh, but ultimately... Uh, safety is is still an issue that a lot of people are focused on, and I command uh, Tesla. Um, they're to me right now. They're they're killing it with um, autonomous safety. Elon right Musk, now. right? Elon is like, yeah. he knows. You he go, knows. brother. Okay, well, fellow you know, African. <laughs> you know, he's actually from South Africa. He was born in South Africa. A lot of people don't know that. Does he? Oh my gosh, he, yeah. does he know about your uh, African story about being stranded out there? Yeah, from uh, from yeah. some months. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know the funny thing is we. Uh, Musk and I have yet to have a full in-depth conversation um, and work together, but yeah. it, it'll happen. Oh, yeah. Let me know. But <laughs> you know what? You're, you've been family already because we know your story. So now you're inducted into BHL family. So we have a few minutes. We're just going to dive into some hot topics. So, guys, I don't know if you know this. You probably should know this, though. Marvel just released the official trailer to the Black Panther movie. I am so excited. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't wait to see this. I love Chadwick Boseman. He's played in the James oh, yeah. Brown movie. Have you seen Marshall? No. He's in, he's I in... actually just, you know, he's in Marshall because I just did the ad for that a few weeks ago. I think last week, I think, or yeah, two that weeks ago. Was awesome. I, I went there with my uh, my girlfriend, uh, like, 
last week, and yeah. it was awesome, man. Oh, like, my gosh. It was a really good movie. You, okay. you need to watch it. It's a necessity. Well, we do have the trailer to see uh, for the Black Panther official trailer. I can't wait to see it. Um, Michael B. Jordan's also in this. Yeah. And Lupita yeah. Nyong'o. Yeah. Um, All great actors. <laughs> Everybody is a great actor in this. Um, so, yeah, we're going to go see this. <clears throat> uh, I know I'm going to go see it soon. Uh, full great cast. And, uh, yeah, let's take a look in a few seconds while they pull it up. Uh, what's the last movie you've seen, though, while they pull this up? Last movie, Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Yeah. Huh. Well, actually, uh, yesterday I went to go see Boo too. <laughs> you did, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Blade Runner. That's yeah. what uh, Ryan Gosling is. It Ryan Gosling in? Blade yeah, Ryan Gosling. Yeah. It's like know. Blade Runner twenty forty five forty eight. There yeah. we go. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, amazing movie, by the way. If you haven't go, yeah, check I want to know. Actually, I go see Boo too, man. If you want to get a good laugh, go watch that. New Boo was good. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was really awesome. Not just saying that. Nah, it was good. It okay. was really good. Okay, you know, okay, okay. There were okay, some okay. cameos and stuff with people in there, so I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> okay, you know what? We can't seem to get the Black Panther trailer, but it's okay. We're just going to go. If you guys want to see the Black Panther trailer, um, I'll put it up in the bio, or you could just look it up. But you know what? Let's just go into our next segment, and that's next or not, where we bring up things that are trending, and we either say it's the next big thing or not. Now, Idris. You might have a little bias on this because, I mean, Steve Jobs kind of inspired you. But the iPhone 10 is coming out, set to release November 3rd. Now, I'm going to show you the trailer for the iPhone 10. You tell me after we watch this, you know, it's going to show us the features and everything. Let me know if it's worth the buy. But you're probably going to be a little biased, but try not to be. But let's just watch the trailer and see the features. And then I just is going to give his honest Honest opinion. opinion. So let's see this. Okay, we okay. We okay. saw a lot of stuff. We saw augmented reality, portrait lighting. What is the what was it? A eleven A B eleven. Yeah, it has an A eleven bionic chip. What does that even? Yeah, layman's terms. What does that mean? Yeah, I mean, so you know, you say you want to buy like unbiased opinion. Okay, yes. And it's funny because I I had uh, previously like tackled down the iPhone X, and I think it's like it's a it's it's a no. I would never buy it. What? I advise all of my friends not to get Wait, it. Wait, what? <laughs> you <know? laughs> what? You know, it's funny because 
people were i remember my mama <clears throat> called me on the phone she was watching the news and she said that um they were reporting from an apple store when the eight just came out and they said that this was the shortest line ever i think they had seen for a release for an iphone yeah, like I mean, a lot a lot of people were out usually the lines are like you know apple, out of this I mean, world you know in my opinion apple has lost a lot of its innovation uh, you know since steve died and i'm pretty sure so many a people lot of people think yes with us you know and um you know there is due to so many things i yes. mean I, I in my opinion i believe that uh Steve Jobs, he was an innovation CEO. He was yes. an innovative CEO. Uh-huh. Tim Cook, he's a structural CEO. Mm. You know, um, one that's afraid to take risks. Mm. You know, when you're a billion dollar company, two hundred and fifty billion dollars in your bank, and you can't, you know, make certain yeah, it's tr- like, like step out on faith, you yeah, know, but or creativity. You know, yeah, <laughs> Apple does something, you know, which they often do, which is they introduce a new form factor yeah. that's going to lead the next generation of devices. So first, you know, when you had your, your your first Mac desktop, your iMac, we still have that form factor today. Yeah. You know, when you had your laptop form factor that Apple did with the, you know, the first Mac MacBook or the Mac Pro or mm-hmm. the Air, it was a form factor that lasted for so many years. Now with the iPhone, you still have the same form factor, but, you know, I feel like they're not listening to consumers. No, they're not. You know what? If you ever get a chance to work for Apple, can you just tell them this one thing? I think a lot of millennials would like to have their earphone jack back. Yeah, and that's, that's something that... <laughs> Please, you know, tell them that. We need goes this. goes to what I'm saying exactly. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, with, with so much money built into marketing and, you know, all these things, you know, you should look at your peer groups and say, what are features that people love in a device? You know, Earphones are like we have over one trillion, you know, people with headphone jacks. <laughs> yes, you know, they're, these are things that are necessities, and you don't just introduce certain features without actually doing research. Yes, and all these things, and I'm pretty sure they did. But to me, at this point, and the reason like, why I'm, I'm like, you know, so. I'm just being real honest right now is because, you know, Apple is just like they've lost so many innovation and a lot of decisions. I mean, can't even count. You know, they skipped nine and they went straight to ten. (laughs) I know. I I was like, wait, did I miss? I get the whole anniversary (laughs) thing and everything. But it's like, you know, when you're dropping so many subsequent lines and you're putting features in and taking them out, you know, you just had the new Touch ID 2 released in your last iteration of your phone and now the Touch ID is completely gone. There's no home button. There's physically no home button. And, you know, you're you're forcing a whole new generation alongside you know see Apple is very generational yeah people from eighty years old all the way to it's gonna be 10, hard for them to work this w- new phone this. and so when you have a device that uses something in, which you deem as innovative called Touch ID which people yeah. are forced to use you know in my opinion it's more it's it's really aggressive you know that's yeah. like Oh, well, you guys like headphone jacks. Well, that's gone. <laughs> uh, yeah. I know a lot of MacBook Pro users are professionals yeah. that do a lot of video editing and everything. Well, we're taking all those ports yeah. out, and now you have four USB Type-C ports. But guess what? <laughs> you have to go get an adapter that we're not even giving you. You know, there's so much things that, in my opinion, like Apple is... Honestly, the thing that keeps Apple where they are now is, um, you know, simply um, that... You know, uh, they just market really well. We got to wrap. But before we wrap, I just want to ask one last question. And that is, do you think that Microsoft is doing 
better at innovating? Well, definitely not. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> I'm like, do you um, think that they're getting better a little bit? No, you know, they just discontinued okay. their Windows phone line. So okay, that's so how, all right. Uh, what's the name? Um, Bill, uh, Bill, Bill Gates? Gates even uses the Android device. So, okay, well, yeah, all right. Well, guys, all. I yeah. loved having you here. Thank I you. learned so much. I actually feel like now my IQ has like gone up because I had you, you in the studio. Your aura. But Thank guys, you. you can check. Idris out because he's going to be at Complex Con this year from uh, November 4th to the 5th. So go check him out there. Uh, please let the people know where they can find you on social media one more last time. You can find me on all social media platforms, Idris underscore Sandu. That's I D D R I S underscore Sandu, S A N D U. And I'm Raylan T. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Raylan Taryn. Next week, I will have Jasmine Savoy Brown in studio. And I will see you guys next time. You can follow all things BHL at BHL Online. See you next week. Bye. Peace. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us, info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagramming, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined.